to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. I'm Nick Batista, along with Web Minister Nathan Jones of Lamb and Light Ministry. And we're transmitting live from our Aventura station in Miami, Florida. So we thank you all for tuning in for today's program. And we ask that you keep us in prayer that our technology and everything will work out without any problems. And of course, you can always text in your questions or your comments. The lines will be open at 305 992 95 Three, seven. Today we're going to be talking about that incredible subject matter of the God and Magog War as we look at Ezekiel chapter 39. But before we continue today's program, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if you would open us up with a word of prayer. Oh, God, today I'd be happy to. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word and we pray that you'll just speak through your Bible and tell us Lord, what you want us to know about you and about the future. And all those who are listening, Lord, may they be blessed by getting to know you better and grow in the relationship with you in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. Thank you. Again, you're tuned in to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista and Nathan Jones as we're talking about a God may God war. Ezekiel chapter 39. Today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information at CalvaryAventura.com or on Facebook on JN832 and as well also on our website. Uh, you can always check out there some wonderful wonderful information so we thank you all for your prayers and for your support and of course we want to encourage you during the week to stay tuned to some of the wonderful programs here such as the house of prayer the open mic of course the land and lion programs at 10 30 in the mornings as well christ in prophecy and to add into the family we also have the pastor's perspective where my wife and i on fridays uh, afternoons, Eastern Time, we get to do a program. We'd love for you to stay tuned to that program as well. So again, just a lot of wonderful things happening here at the station, and we pray that you can stay tuned in during the week for these incredible programs. And of course, on Wednesdays here, the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy, a radio edition live. So thank you all for tuning in. And before we continue today's program, I want to welcome my special guest, Nathan Jones, Web Minister for Land and Lion Ministry. Nathan, it's a pleasure to have you on the program again. Always a pleasure, Pastor Vic. Love your enthusiasm for the Bible and just excited to be able to share the Bible with other people. We live in exciting times, and, and I think people should really get to know about what God says about this time because it affects us and affects our future and give our life to Jesus now while we time Absolutely, that I love that Nathan. And then Nathan, thank you again for sharing. Uh, also, I always invite you to share a little bit about uh, the Lamb and Lion Ministry for those that maybe are not familiar with it, or they just want uh, some resources to educate themselves. Can you give out that information for us again? Lamb and Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry. Uh, our mission is to proclaim to the return of Jesus Christ. Uh, Dr. David Reagan founded it in 1980, and since then our ministry has been to proclaim Jesus to the church. We do that through our television show, Christ and Prophecy, which is broadcast on 17 networks across the country. And the folks in coverage know us better through our website, lamblion.com. There they can uh, watch our TV shows, read articles on Bible Prophecy, join our social networks, sign up for your newsletter, download our app, the Lamb and Lion app. It's just plenty of resources there. We want to teach people about God's Word and, and get them excited about Jesus and Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. Those of you that are watching us live via twave.tv, you can also check out that information there on the pages behind me. And uh, make sure that you do check out these wonderful resources. I'm always blessed by them. So, Nathan, I'm actually always stealing more articles from you guys. We want people to steal us, <laughs> man. We want not to steal us, but to, to read it, to share it with others, and 
just to get to know Jesus Christ, you know, He died for us, He loved us so much, and He wants us to know about what the amazing plan He has for our lives, and we can only do that when we get into His Word and read the Bible. Absolutely, absolutely. So awesome to get to teach people about yeah, and I do, uh, you know, Nathan, I was going to actually write an email to Dr. Ring, and I was so blessed by one of the articles that you have there regarding, uh, you know, Bible prophecy and also uh, the hype out there and the silliness that people are putting out, uh, the sensationalism, and Dr. Reagan was writing, you know, why, uh, why is all this sensationalism? And, and you know, and I really uh, love the way that he pointed out uh, throughout the years, uh, the sensationalism of Y2K and all these people saying what was going to happen and it didn't happen so I love his sound uh, articles as well as the ones that you have written so we want to thank you for that as well and Dr. Reagan. Well, praise the Lord. I think it was a very timely article. Uh, right now there's a lot of hysteria over the blood moons which is four uh, lunar eclipses and epic moon red and they're like oh you know this could mean the end of the world. Right. <laughs> and it's like now come on. <laughs> Every time people say make these stuff claims or set dates for the Lord's return, and they don't happen to make Bible prophecies look bad, and make God look bad, and yeah. people get turned off, and then they miss the incredible blessing. In fact, the, the study of uh, Bible prophecy, uh, the Lord said, is a blessing. That's you right. get blessed for studying prophecy. You get blessed for, for having hope. And uh, when people get sensationalist, man, they just ruin it. They, they they ruin it. You're absolutely. And this is why this is why Nathan, today's program, we're not here about sensationalism. We're here to teach yes. the truth about God's word and what is coming, and for people to get prepared because the Lord can come at any moment. So that's why I'm so excited, Nathan, about today's program. Well said. Well said. Yes, and of course, uh, we're going to continue in our segment of today's program as we have been talking about this incredible subject matter of the God Mega War, and Nathan Jones has been taking us through uh, a somewhat verse-by-verse, chapter-by-chapter, as we've been looking at Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. And last, uh, in our last segment of our program, we stopped there in Ezekiel chapter uh, 39, and we're going to pick it up from there. So we encourage anyone that is tuned in live, or if you're listening live, get your Bibles ready and go with us to Ezekiel chapter 39 as we continue in this wonderful journey looking at the God made that war uh, and its timing. And Nathan, of course, before we dive in, would you mind giving us a quick recap uh, of these events uh, here for maybe someone who's tuning in for the first time and is not familiar uh, what, what is the God that made that war and the timing of it? Yeah, well, we've covered a lot of material, so it's a good idea. We really do need to recap before getting into the rest of chapter 39. But Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 gives for us the most detailed end-time war in all of the Bible. There is more details about this end-time war than there is even about Armageddon. And most people at least recognize the word Armageddon. And it's called the War of Gog and Magog, or the Gog and Magog War. And what it is, is that Ezekiel, 2,700 years ago, prophesied a time when the Lord would pull different nations down to Israel so he could destroy them and let the world know that he protects Israel. And the nations are led by uh, an entity called Gog, whether it's a man or a demon, we don't know, or a designation, but Gog is the ruler of Russia, and that's why some people are like, oh, it's Vladimir Putin. We don't know, but and he has enlisted the most powerful man on the planet now, so he would be a good candidate, frankly. But uh, Russia would be the coalition of Iran and Turkey, and uh, down in uh, Africa, a lot of the northern nations, all the God nations, uh, and those nations would come together, combined by the similarity of Islam, 
and they want to come and plunder Israel. And it's an army has come down. They're massive, like a storm. They're, they're right. huge. And Israel's defense force is one of the best armies in the world. Can't possibly handle the amount of armies coming after them. And this is when the Lord steps in, and just like out of the Old Testament, He sends a fire. He opens up the earth in earthquakes. There's hail, massive hail. The armies turn on each other. He destroys the armies, and he, then he, God sends fire onto the countries that sent those armies. So basically we're talking about knocking Russia and most of those Middle Eastern Islamic nations right out of, out of geopolitical interaction. You know, they, they just can't function anymore. God has knocked them out for the rest of the time period. The devastation is so great that it takes Israel seven months to bury the amount of dead that are all over the land of Israel, and another seven years to burn the weaponry and the fuel and everything that they've left behind. So it's a massive war, but the purpose of it, and the Lord says again, so that the world will know that God is the protector of Israel. And the Jews all over the planet, they, they start accepting God, not Jesus as their Savior yet, but they, they put their faith back in God, and they emigrate all out of the countries of the world and go back to Israel. So it's the, the final fulfillment of what we're seeing today, the, the regathering of the Jews back in Israel. And that's about where we look up. Nathan, that is, and of course, we know that this event is one that we could possibly see uh, begin during our time, right? And uh, that's another thing, too, that that's why we need to be ready. We need to keep up have our eyes open. We need to understand the signs of the times because we're living in very exciting times, right, Nathan? We are, we are. For one, the, the context that the Ezekiel gives us is the latter days or last days, and that is always the end. Uh, revolves around the tribulation time period, that seven-year time period where God would pour out His wrath upon the earth, which we read about particularly in the book of Revelation. So we know that it happens around that time. There's also alliances here that we read about that have never existed in history. Right. We've never had Russia and all those damn countries and Iran and Turkey and all these nations combined with the sole purpose to plunder and destroy Israel. Israel had no wealth up until they recently found uh, some major gas mines mm -hmm. which put Israel as a major gas competitor against Russia. And so we're, we're seeing all these alliances come together. So yeah, I believe that we're getting very close to such a scenario happening. And Nathan, and that's another very good point. We, we're seeing things in our time like never before. I mean, sometimes people question Bible prophecy or they question whether these events are really going to... We don't really need to question. We just need to open our eyes and look what's happening right before us. Exactly. You know, they, they, just like oh, was it First uh, Peter where he says that uh, scoffers will come in the last day scoffing and saying that everything's been the same as it always was. And, you know, we hear a lot of that and say, well, you know, there's <laughs> and all that. But no, no, the Bible lays out some very specific end time events. And one of them is this God may God war. And I believe that the, the destruction of God's enemies sets up the scenario for the Antichrist, a one world ruler right. to rise out of Europe, make a peace treaty with Israel, basically protect himself from Israel's power of God behind him. And we're setting up the stage for the tribulation. We're not there at the tribulation yet. But boy, when you look at the signs of the end times, we're getting really close. Very close, very close, absolutely. So thank you, Nathan, for that wonderful, wonderful recap and for sharing that background. So now whoever's tuned in or listening, they can have an idea of what we're going to be looking at. So again, we encourage you to turn there to Ezekiel chapter 39 as Nathan will move us forward uh, there from verses uh, 21 and on. So thank you, Nathan. Sure. Well, let's start with verse 21 of chapter 39. 
I will set my glory among the nations. All the nations shall see my judgment, which I have executed, that's God talking, and my hand, which I have laid on them. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. The Gentiles shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they were unfaithful to me, therefore I hid my face in them. I gave them into the hand of their enemies, and they are fell by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgression, I have dealt with them and hidden my face from them. Mm. What a wonderful passage. You know, Nathan, I, I noticed a number of things there as you were reading that passage that also jumped out at me. And there, the reason and the purpose is given right here why all these things were happening, right? Exactly. You know, you really have to, you know, you've probably heard of taking a 30,000 foot view. You know, that's where you, you go up real high and you look down and you can see everything. You know, like, like from an airplane, I, I uh, flew back from Kentucky the other week and I come back and you can look down and the cars look real tiny in the town. Right. You get this big view, right? And you have to have that view when it comes to the Bible. After you read through the Bible, you go up to that 30,000 foot view, you look down, and you realize that there's a, there's a big pattern, a big theme that goes throughout the 43, uh, excuse me, the six, six books of the Bible by 43 or so different authors, that there's unity in theme. And the theme is that there's rebellion against God, that the Lord provides redemption and uh, salvation. See that as Israel as a nation is a living example of what we are as a person. We rebelled against God, we right. turned against Him. Uh, the Lord really hid His face from us, and we lived our lives and taken rebellion against Him, falling apart, and our lives a mess. But then He stands and He, he comes and defends us, and He provides salvation when we accept it. We put our faith and trust in Him, and so we are saved. And Israel as a nation is a living example of that. They. Uh, were the chosen people of God. They were to walk and talk and be God's example around the planet, but they chose to rebel against them time and time again. The Lord exiled them back in 586 and brought them back to Israel, but then they still rebelled against them. So in 70 AD, the Romans destroyed Israel and scattered the Jews across the planet, but he promised that he would restore them and bring them back. For the last 2,000 years, just as it says here, they were faithful to me, so I turned... Uh, Turned, uh, I guess I'll get the exact word here. Hid my face from them. <laughs> Hid my face from them, and that's what he's done. But now, when the whole, all those nations want to come against Israel, that God will return, not physically, but people will know that both Jews and it says they're Gentiles, those who aren't Jews, the whole world will know that God defends Israel and that He's back in the picture, and that sets the stage. I believe. You know, Nathan, you made, a, you made a very good point there because when you look at the nation of Israel, I mean, it's so much like us, Nathan. We know God's promises. We, he's done so much. He's blessed us so much. And oftentimes, we, like them, turn our backs. And Nathan, it's interesting. I just started teaching uh, the book of Hosea, so I'm going to make my way now through all the minor prophets. And I believe, I believe you actually taught through Hosea, and that brings, brings to light the reality of how the nation of Israel has treated their relationship with God, right? Yes, uh, Hosea was a prophet, and uh, the Lord told him to go marry a prostitute. He married a woman named Gomer, which is an unfortunate name. Right. He married Gomer, uh, <laughs> and uh, the purpose is, is that to show, and of course she would be uh, infidelity, she'd cheat on him, she, she partied, she lived hard, she neglected her children, and uh, finally she slavery to her sin, she's destitute, and her husband buys her off the auction block, and he restores her, he redeems her. 
redeems her, he brings her home, he reintroduces her as his wife. And Hosea's life is a living example of what Israel was to yeah. the Lord. The Lord had chosen them as a people group to, to be his people, but they continued to rebel on them. They committed spiritual adultery and harlotry with all the other false gods of the world. And by then they were destitute and destroyed, but Jesus Christ came and redeemed them back. Mm. And uh, now the Lord has taken them home, so to speak, like Hosea took Gomer home. Uh, through his son Jesus Christ, the whole world now has salvation if they accept him by faith. And, but we're waiting for that day when the Lord returns and brings a remnant of the Jews into faith and belief in him and his son Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And this, this war, is the beginning of that process. That is amazing. And Nathan, that is God's grace. And of course, uh, you know, he extends grace, he gives people opportunity, but there's also that period of discipline. And those that God loves, he chastens, the Bible says, right? And he corrects. And uh, maybe, Nathan, someone is tuned into the program right now, and uh, maybe they're going through a little bit of a chastening process. Hey, in some ways, that's a good thing. It means that God loves you, God has a plan for you, but you need to get yourself ready because the Lord can come at any any moment. And that's exactly what Nathan is sharing with us. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Victor Teeth and Nathan Jones, as we're transmitting live, we're talking about the God and being a war in Ezekiel chapter 39. So, Nathan, thank you so much for sharing that. And again, we see that there in verse 21, 22, and 23. Uh, any other things there, Nathan, that you want to bring to our attention? Well, it's interesting that not only does God stand up as the defender of Israel, but it's all the nations of the world see God's right. judgment. I mean, there's no way that you can explain the destruction of God's army. When you're talking about fire, you're talking about giant hell, mm. you're talking about earthquakes, and then you're talking about all the nations that are in surprise these armies, like Turkey turning on Iran's army, and right. turning on the Sudan's army, and, you know, it's this mass chaos, and you don't have all that at once. There's, there's nobody who can explain this away, and God does this in a way to make sure that the world knows that God is real and God is in charge. Now, when we look into uh, the tribulation, that seven-year time period that will come on the earth following, and we know that God will make it yes. so that people know that there is a God, and they have to choose Him or not. Either they choose God or they choose uh, Satan through the end of Christ. It gets to the point as you get to the tribulation that Satan even requires people to take a mark of loyalty for Him, which is called the mark of the being. So by the middle of the tribulation, we know that the world absolutely knows 100% that there is a God and they have to choose Him or not. God makes it so difficult for humanity that we have to choose Him or not. And this, I believe, is the beginning of that process because we then enter into tribulation with the whole world knowing that there is a God. Wow. And that is amazing, Nathan. And that's why we see such a wonderful parallel and an amazing parallel. Much of what's happening today, you know, God is trying to make himself known uh, through media, television, uh, evangelists such as yourself. And we find that even today there's still a rejection of God, right, Nathan, with all the evidence around. Uh, yeah, you know, I think most people choose not to see the evidence because they want to live their lives the way they want to live them. Right. Unfortunately, when we live our lives apart from the source of life, we are like walking zombies. We're, we're dead mm. spiritually. <laughs> we make stupidness. We hurt ourselves. And again and again, our sin, our rebellion against God is sin destroys us. It destroys us. And God doesn't want that. That's right. Remember, He loved us so much mm-hmm. that He was willing to sacrifice His own Son so that He could be the replacement. 
for us. In other words, the wrath of God lit on His Son, Jesus Christ, and not on us. So we put our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior. God's wrath goes on His Son. It's no longer on us anymore. But, as uh, John 3.36 says, for those who still reject the Son, God's wrath remains on them. They're still under that sentence of guilty, and they will die in hell one day. And so it's a, it's a terrible punishment, but it's a punishment deserved because we want God out of our lives, and He obliges, and that's what hell is. Yeah, Nathan, and thank you for sharing that. You know, we also want to encourage those that are watching live or those that are tuned in and listening. Uh, this is a serious matter that we're talking about. God does love you. He does have a plan for you. Nothing happens by coincidence, but by divine appointment. Maybe you just tuned into this program and you think it's a coincidence. Nathan, it's not, right? <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Uh, the Lord has a plan for each and every one of us. He created us because He loves us. That's he wants right. to have fellowship. You know, you and I were created to have fellowship with God forever. That's, that's our purpose. And why we're on this earth is to do good work and also share the gospel with you as with others. That's our purpose. People say, ah, what's my purpose in life? Your purpose is to have fellowship with God forever. But if you're in rebellion with God, then you're not living up to your purpose. Your, right. your life is empty and meaningless because you're not living the purpose, which is to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. And so God gave up His own Son to make that possible. What a sacrifice. It shows how much He loves each and every one of us. That is amazing. And Nathan, that is so amazing. And that's why we pray for those of you that are watching this program. Yes, this is about eschatology, Bible prophecy, end times. There's going to be horrible events. Uh, that will be transpiring and will, and will be coming. But in the midst of that, God is saying to you how much He loves you and there's still a chance for you to come to know Him uh, while there is still time. Right, Nathan? Because those uh, that do not accept the Lord now reject Him. Of course, we know millions of people are going to be saved in the tribulation, but it's going to be at the cost of their lives. Right, Nathan? It will be. Uh, you know, one another event that comes during the time is the rapture of the church. We read about that in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 at John 4 that Jesus promises to return to to catch up, to snatch up yes. to the word is rapture in Latin rapio, to take us up to heaven to be with him forever before the wrath of God comes on this earth. Now, when it comes to the timing of this God who made God war, you know, it could be just before at the very, very beginning of the tribulation, that seems to be the best timing sense. Yes. But after that, you know, likely the rapture will happen before. So we're talking about those who are left behind, who are still in rebellion against God, living through these horrible, horrible times that are coming ahead, including the God and the God who are Thank you, Nathan. Again, you're tuned in to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the God and Mega War, Ezekiel chapter 39. We have a few minutes left to our program. We thank you for tuning in uh, for this first edition of the program. And Nathan, again, just a, a lot of wonderful things that you're highlighting for us here in Ezekiel chapter 39. And we notice, again, uh, God is... Um, wants the, the nation of Israel uh, to know how much he loves him. They turn their backs on him. Judgment is going to come. And what else, Nathan, do we see unraveling here in these following verses? Well, for the last, wow, 2,000 years or so, the Jewish people have been totally alive against God. And there's yeah. a remnant, of course. Uh, there, are, there are Orthodox Jews who follow the Torah. And of course, there's Messianic Jews, which is becoming more and more likely that who accepts Yeshua, Jesus, as Messiah. But overall, I can't give you exact figures, but I think the last time was about 85% of Jewish people are secular humanists. Wow. They, they believe there is a God, they, they follow their traditions, but 
you know, very liberal and they have, they have no desire to really know the Lord. Yes. Uh, the God and the Son, Jesus Christ. But when this happens, when, when the Jews of the world, even the Gentiles, see this miraculous defeat of such an amazing army led by Russia against Israel, they will know there is a God. Yes. They will give up their secular humanism and they will turn to God. Imagine that. All the Jews of the world turning to Jesus, to God, wow. as their father. But still, they do not accept Jesus as their Savior. And throughout the seven years of tribulation, God uses that to bring a remnant of salvation. And we read in various prophetic verses that only a third of the Jews wow. survive the tribulation and accept Jesus as Savior. And that's when he returns at the end of the seven years. Nathan, that is amazing. And you know, Nathan, I do have to say that I agree somewhat with those numbers. I live here in the Aventura area, very Jewish, and those uh, statistics that you get regarding their relationship with God, I agree with that. <laughs> I used to live in Philadelphia, which, you know, every third person was, first, I had many Jewish friends, but they were, they were very secular humanists. Uh, yeah, you know, they, they followed kind of the traditions, you know, they celebrate Hanukkah, <laughs> but that, that's about it. Right. And, you know, there's just no love of God there. But after this battle, this is amazing. The heart of the Jew will turn back to God. That is a miracle, I think, greater than God's defeat of the army. Absolutely. Nathan, that, and what a great point you're making there. You know, it, it's, it's just amazing. When people open up these words and they study it, that's what we want to encourage everyone that is tuning in, that is watching, that is hearing in. Make sure that you, you, you are a person that is dedicated to reading the Word of God and not only that, but studying uh, Bible prophecy. It's sad, Nathan, that there's so many pastors and leaders and people that they sort of put Bible prophecy in the back burners like it's not that important. But this is crucial, right, Nathan, for people to understand this. This is relevant for today, brother. I mean, this is what's happening out there it's, right it's, now. It's more relevant than the iPhone 6, Nathan. <laughs> yes, it is. It is more long-lasting, too, because we're talking about eternal repercussions. The iPhone will come and it will go, but the, the word of the Lord will last forever. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why... big devices. What is that giant device on your wrist? Now that I can watch Keyway, <laughs> you've got either the biggest watch I've ever seen or you got one of those new iWatches. It's similar to the iWatch. It's actually a Bluetooth device that we incorporate with the television and also the radio, Nathan. <laughs> wow, man, you're like high tech. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, but it's uh, we, Nathan, like you and I were so excited because there's just so many avenues today to be able to proclaim the soon return and the good news of Jesus Christ. And yes, we can use uh, iWatches or iPhones or iPads, but the idea is that people will recognize it's not about the technology, it's about a relationship with Jesus, right, Nathan? Amen, well, thank you so much for joining us for the first segment of this program. We will be right back with Matisse Nathan Jones as we're talking about the God and the War, Ezekiel chapter 39. Stay tuned and we'll be right back after this break. Thank you, Nathan, for joining me for this first edition of the program. I won't be in your hands like a phone sculpted sand and Build up a 